Welcome to the Beauty, Brains, and Barbells podcast, the show that talks all things female resistance training to help women feel beautiful, confident, and strong in and out of the gym. Now for your hosts, Jordan and Gretchen. Welcome back to our workout and exercise series. Today we are talking about yoga. It's time to find our Zen, Gretchen. Breathe in and breathe out. Breathe I think out. meditation. I mean, I think there's meditative yoga. Yeah, there is. Um, if that was the kind of yoga, I would totally go. Um, we were just talking about this. You did a lot of yoga during lockdowns because that's that's what you had available. Um, I've done a couple of yoga. I did do some like yoga classes during the lockdowns, like on YouTube, because you can find them anywhere. Yoga with Adrian. Um, then, yeah. That I tried her because you recommended her. Mm-hmm. I felt like an absolute newbie and loser. Cause I was like, this is supposed to be a beginner class. And I'm going to need like the beginner, beginner class because all of your modifications don't even work for me. <laughs> See, I, I have done my fair share of in-person yoga sessions as well. When sure. I was in college, we did yoga for a year or two with softball. Uh, I would go, I, I worked out at an experience fitness for a while and I would go to their sessions every now and then. So I've done my fair share of yoga. I've, I have worked the gym that I used to work at. We used to have yoga classes. So I would attend those periodically. I have a couple friends who run yoga sessions. So they have me pop in every now and then. So though, yes, I will say if you are a beginner, beginner, some of those videos, videos that are labeled as beginner are not beginner, beginner. Um, the only in-person yoga class I've ever done was a beer yoga class. I was at a brewery and you got a free beer at the end. So no wonder you did it. I was it. I know <laughs> it was worth every hour, of minute, it second. Man, how long was um, this class? It was an hour. It was an hour long, I believe. It was right after I got married and the brewery that we got married at was hosting it like a couple weekends after. And all my friends were like, oh my gosh, we're going to be so fun to go back and do yoga there. And I was like, well, I get a beer at the end. So sign me up. All right. All right. right. It's great. So let's talk about the benefits. Obvious number one, it improves flexibility. Yes. That's That's kind of like the purpose. It's, it's kind of what it's known for improving your flexibility yeah. and mobility, which are two different things in case people didn't know that. Um, yeah, but yeah, that's, I mean, I feel like that's what everyone thinks of when they think of yoga. They think it's this big stretching session where they work on flexibility, all of those things. Everybody who comes to me and they want to be more flexible. They're like, let's incorporate some yoga. I'm like, I'm not a yoga instructor, but I can help. Yeah. Um, Another one that a lot of people, I feel people don't incorporate with yoga is that it does increase your strength. Yeah. Um, I think when people think of like people who go to yoga, they're very super skinny, um, super flexible and mobile, but really it does cause a lot of strength building. Yeah. What people don't realize is their focus on the connection to the breath. Mm-hmm. And utilizing the entire core, like top all the way down to the pelvic floor, like 
they don't realize what that does for you. So they're super stable in a lot of these different poses and strong because yeah. they built that base. The other cool thing about it is it improves isometric strength, which is your, your static holding a certain position. So think of like the bottom of a squat. That's, that is an isometric hold. You're holding that position. These individuals are stronger in that because that's not something a lot of people do. You don't, our last episode was on hit workouts. Not many are doing isometric holds during a hit workout where yoga, you're, you're, you're stretching, you're moving, and then you're holding positions. So these people are, it's incredible. I love, I love the misconception about yoga that people are not, you know, they think they're not strong. It's some like skinny prissy woman going to yoga, but like she's strong. She can handle it. Yeah. I know a couple of guys from the fire department that I worked on that would go to yoga. They would do hot yoga and they were like, it is the greatest thing ever. Like it loosens you up for the job, but you're still really strong and you do hold those positions. When I was doing it, I was like, how hard can this be to like hold a position? Let me tell you three seconds in, I was like, are we done? Like, can we move positions? Cause I can't stand here for this long. I, one, one thing to go with it too, is like, it, it's not, there's not a ton of research. It's just continuing, continuing to build, but there's a lot more that's coming out about, uh, isometric strength and isometric, isometric training, improving, helping to improve blood pressure. So it like, I'm curious to see if anyone takes that down the yoga, yoga rabbit hole and, and utilizes that. How could a, a, a yoga practice influence your blood pressure specifically. I know they've like, they've studied yoga and, and blood pressure more in terms of stress relief and those things, but how can it improve somebody's blood pressure or lower somebody's blood pressure? Yeah. That'd be interesting. Um, another one is it improves posture while doing yoga. You are in good, good posture positions. You really focus on good posture, kind of like how we focus on good technique. I think pasture is something that really gets focused in yoga. Yeah. And again, back to the, the breath and, and the core positioning and the core engagement, you are focusing on filling your entire core, stacking your core, loading up that pelvic floor. Like you have to have good posture. You like, it's really hard to be with poor posture and not, and, and to engage your core. Um, yeah. it, it's very difficult to do. So it really is. It's posture is a huge point of emphasis for yoga. Yep. Um, the last benefit that I have down is it relieves stress. I have not um, experienced that myself because I was more stressed trying to figure out how to do certain moves. I think here's the thing. I think if I went to an in-person class that wasn't a beer yoga, that was like a serious class, um, it'd be a little bit easier because I would have the instructor there. I was more concerned about, am I doing it correctly while I was doing it on the YouTubes? Yeah. Um, yeah. But I, I have heard from a lot of people that it does relieve stress. It's more of a calming, not so hard on your joints type of workout. And there are different styles of yoga too. Ones that are very like, this is a workout. Like this is going to get your heart rate up. You're going to sweat. And it won't be very, like, it'll be stress relieving in the like, Hey, I worked out, have some endorphins type of thing, mm-hmm. but not in the like okay, we really worked on, on our mindset, on our breathing, on our core positioning, not that type of stress relief, but there are those options for that type of yoga as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, let's 
jump into the cons. Risk of injury is a big one. That's when I was researching it. That was like number one, every single time I did it, um, you are putting your body into certain positions that if you're not used to, you can twist and pinch and hurt some things. Um, everything said, take it slow. Don't over push. If you're new, do the modifications and not don't like go into, I mean, I kind of went into it. Like I work out all the time. This is how hard can yoga be? And I got humbled very, very quickly. I think it's, I think it's just that is you kind of touched on it earlier. Like you're so concerned about doing the moves correctly, orienting yourself in, in a new style of training in the workout session that like, it's not stress relieving. You're not really focused totally on the proper engagement on what you're doing. So that's why that risk of injury is high. I do feel like a lot of yogis, they're, they're pretty physically able and they're not, they don't have all these limitations because they do practice. Well, they do mm-hmm. listen to their body, but it is, it is something you need to pay attention to when you start, because you don't need to keep up with the best in the class. No, definitely not. Um, another con is it's very pricey. I have looked up yoga classes around me. And when I was researching, I did look up yoga classes around me. They're expensive. Um, it's like pretty comparable to like CrossFit classes, right. And memberships. Um, that being said, we did say that there's a lot of free YouTube yogas. There's also on like my TV, you don't have to go to YouTube, but there's, I think Comcast has like a yoga channel or something like that, that you can do things like that. A lot of places have free ones like that, but like I said, then you don't have the instructor. So then you have the issue of risk of injury. Yeah. And I think the big thing is like with the reason yoga gets so expensive is like the industry knows you need, like you need to have these videos. You need an instructor to continually program that for you. Yeah, You can work with a personal trainer for a while and figure out how like some exercises to do, but like creating a good yoga flow is really difficult to do. It's really something that like, isn't common knowledge. It's not something that you, you necessarily pick up. I have a good friend of mine who's working on developing his own yoga flows and trying to improve that, improve his skill in that. But he, I mean, he's been working on this for quite some time and he's still like, I got some ways to go. I got some work to do. It's hard. Yeah. I think a lot of people are like, oh, well, I, I know how to do a couple poses. So I'll just do that every day. There is, there is yoga flow is a real thing. There is a purpose to everything that you do. And that is why the instructors are there to help you do those. And it gets expensive. Um, the third one I found very interesting. It can cause glaucoma. Now you're not going to get glaucoma from going to yoga the first time. This was the purpose behind it. And I looked it up in a couple of places, um, doing headstands, shoulder stands, or inversions can cause pressure to build up in the eyes. And if you are prone to or at risk of glaucoma, this can exasperate the problem. So it's not like you and I healthy, normalize, do a headstand, boom, glaucoma. It is, if you have a pre-existing condition, it can make it worse. I look at it. Like if you, if your eye doctor has said like, you're on the verge, it looks like glaucoma. It like, it looks like you could develop glaucoma here. You're the person who's at risk for this. I have never met, like 
I, I think I wrote a report on yoga when I was in grad school or something, right? Like I knew glaucoma was an issue, but yeah, it's mostly like, I've never met, I've never met a general individual who's developed glaucoma from doing yoga. It has right. to be the people who, who are very prone or at risk for developing glaucoma already. It was just so interesting to me. Cause I would not have thought about that. Like, that's not something that I would have no. gone and thinking about. So I thought it was worth mentioning. If you are at risk for glaucoma, maybe don't do a headstand, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Um, the last one is getting bored from your workouts. I know a lot of people that do yoga and would want to punch me in the face right now. Cause they love it. They don't get bored. Um, I would get bored. I need more than I need a lot of upbeatness and not just stretching. I don't think it could be my main workout source. I would need other things to do. Um, but just like any workout style, if that is yours, if that's what you love, you're not going to get bored. I think a lot of this goes back to if you're doing, if you're going to a session at like the YMCA or Lifetime or Experience Fitness, like you're, a lot of these are pre-programmed. They're going to be repetitive and that's mm-hmm. like, that's going to get boring. Um, yep. And that, that makes it tough. I think if you go somewhere specifically for yoga, they're going to continue to freshen things up. If you change yeah. instructors, if you follow different videos, that's how you don't get bored. But I, I do know like at experience fitness, that it was the same two instructors running very similar sessions week to week, and they might change it up every quarter. So yeah. it would have been really easy to get bored in that. If you, you know, if, if you're not like totally, if it's not 100% your thing, you know, you and I, we can squat, deadlift and bench every week all the time, but correct. we vary those. And I, I, even still, we have weeks where we're like, I'm not feeling it this week I'm <laughs> or this block. These next four weeks are not going to be feeling it. We need to lean on each other for motivation. So like right now, I know, but we're almost done. Almost two more workouts, two more, two more workouts. And then we get a new block. Um, So if this is something that you want to try, just know that you do not need to be better than everybody. You do not need to be the best in the class. Take it at your own pace. If you've never tried it before, get ready to be humbled a little bit, even if you're the best athlete in the world. It's something new. So you are learning a new skill. Um, And I suggest trying it. I mean, I think it's fun to try every once in a while. I want to watch you go to a class one time. Will you go to a class with me? Sure. I mean, I think that's the only way you're going to watch me. I don't think you can be like the mom peering in the window outside watching your child in class. If I set you up with one of my friends, I'm sure they'll let me sit and participate. You sit and watch. No. We should do hot yoga. Nope. No. Oh, that, that was a quick hard no. I'm, I don't like hot temperatures. Okay. I would, that would not reduce my stress. I think I would fall asleep. I would be like, okay, have fun. I'm just going to take a nap in this nice warm room on my mat. Oh, you'd be woken up by my, my panic attack of getting so, so warm <laughs> and heated up. Oh, that's funny. 
Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Beauty, Brains, and Barbells podcast. If you liked what you heard today, go ahead and give us a like, a share on Instagram. Let us know what more you want to hear from us so that we can truly make this the podcast that females go to to improve their resistance training experience.